Welcome to Beside the Burn for Tuesday the 13th of February. This is Shrove Tuesday and in Lent this is traditionally the day before Lent begins and we often refer to it as Pancake Tuesday. It's a time for getting rid of all the flour and the eggs and all the rich things uh, that you might want to deny yourself with over the period of Lent and so you make pancakes out of that flour and eggs and then those things are used up so maybe today you're going to make some pancakes and uh, following that tradition and then tomorrow being ash wednesday being the first day of our studies in the book finding mercy on the way of sorrow uh, tomorrow we begin at day one of course, there's no uh, biblical reason for uh, this period of Lent. Um, it's, it's not laid out for us in the Bible to follow. Uh, but the idea of 40 days is something that has a, a rich meaning within God's word. We think of the flood and the 40 days of rain. Uh, that fell upon the earth. We think of the 40 days when Jesus was fasting in the wilderness whenever he was then tempted by Satan. And we think of the 40 years whenever the Israelites wandered in the wilderness after coming out of Israel before they entered the promised land. And so these 40 days are an opportunity for us to come and to focus on Jesus Christ as we approach Easter. And the 40 days, um, if you get your calendar out and you start to count it up, you'll notice that there's more than 40 days between now and Easter. That's because in whatever way Lent has been set up, Sundays do not count. There is no fasting on a Sunday because Sunday is a feast day. Sunday is a day of celebration. Whenever we celebrate that Jesus is alive, that he has risen from the grave. And so whatever you deny yourself with over Lent, Sunday is a day off and Sunday is a time for feasting on the Lord together. So as we come to these um, poems in the book of Lamentations, I want to just give you a little overview as to what those poems are like. Now, you may find this interesting, you may not, but hopefully it will just give you a little overview as to what's happening. There are five poems, and there are four of those five poems uh, have 22 verses each. And that is significant because there are 22 letters in the Hebrew alphabet. And uh, the first poem uh, has 22 verses, each verse beginning with a particular letter from the Hebrew alphabet. So it starts off with Aleph, uh, and it's really, as it were, the A to Z of suffering. So whenever Jeremiah is writing these poems, he starts with A in the first verse, then he moves on to the second letter, and so on, right till he gets to the end at verse 22. And he is deliberately following this pattern. It's a carefully thought out lament that he brings. And he is showing us the extent of his suffering and the extent of his sorrow at Jerusalem being destroyed. And he, he's saying, look, this is taking up all of my life from A to Z. 
My suffering is great here. So poem one and poem two follow this pattern of A to Z, 22 verses. Whenever we get to the middle poem in chapter three, we discover that it is three times as long because each letter occupies three verses instead of one. So chapter three, poem three, is 66 verses long. It is three times as long as the others. And it has that wonderful section in the middle that I read yesterday about the mercy and the hope that God gives to us. Often in Hebrew writing, we find that the middle of the writing is where you get the conclusion and then everything builds up and builds down on either side of it. Normally in our writings we put the conclusion at the end but in Hebrew we find it in the middle. Then we come to poem number four. We're back to 22 verses and A to Z once again. And then whenever we get to the final poem, uh, poem five, you'll find once again 22 verses. This time though, Jeremiah does not use this A to Z pattern. It's almost as though when he gets to the fifth poem, he ex- is so exasperated in his sorrow and his lament that he cannot order it A to Z anymore. And he just simply pours out his anguish before the Lord and it cannot be contained in this neat pattern. So five poems, four of them are A to Z, one of them is just wild with crying out to the Lord. And Jeremiah is crying out to the Lord here because he cannot stand seeing God's city in ruins. He cannot stand seeing God's nation in ruins. And a bit like us, as we look at the world today and see how it has turned against God, we should be coming in lament to God, crying out to him and saying, Hi, Lord. How has the world got into such a state? How have people turned away from you? And the answer, as I've said, is quite simple. The answer is sin. People have sinned. The nation has sinned. And therefore God has judged the people and his punishment is upon them. And we need to be crying out to God just as Jeremiah has done and seeking his mercy in the midst of the sorrow. Now, Lamentations is not very familiar as a book of the Bible to us. It's not one that we would just simply flip to and open and read for ourselves. I suppose a little bit of that is because it is poetry and we're not as familiar with poetry, although the Psalms are are poetry and there are quite a few Psalms of lament where the Psalmist is dealing with crying out to God. It's maybe also because Lamentations is about this unfamiliar time in the Old Testament as to what's happening in uh, Jerusalem because of the exile in uh, Babylon. And we know much more about Daniel and his time in Babylon than we do with what's going on back in Jerusalem. And therefore, we're not quite sure about it. 
But also it's unfamiliar because it is just grim. And if you uh, look at the opening pages of um, Robin's book, you'll be able to read uh, each of those in much more detail and find out um, some of the reasons that he gives as to why this book is unfamiliar to us. But we also find that Lamentations is a precious place to dwell this Lent. That's how Robin Ham describes it. And he tells us that it's a precious place to dwell because it's a vital spiritual resource to help us honestly process suffering. We all go through suffering in our lives at some point. And how do we deal with it? How do we cope with it? Well, we see a world today that finds it very difficult to cope with suffering. And so here we have a collection of poems that lead us through it and help us understand. We don't want to upset people sometimes and therefore we try to stay away from talking about suffering and dealing with it. But here we have a way through those dark clouds. And Lamentations brings us up close and personal with the seriousness of human sin. Often we don't want to talk about sin. We like to try and hide it or think that there's nothing wrong. But here we see that what our sin is and the difficulties that it produces in our lives. And then Lamentations teaches a suffering church how to find authentic And hope is what we've been looking for at the beginning of this year through the prophet Isaiah. And hope and mercy are what we are looking for here in Lamentations. And we read in Lamentations 3 verses 22 and 23. And I encourage you to just mark those verses at the centre of Lamentations. Because of the Lord's great love we are not consumed. For his compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. Let's worship God at this time throughout Lent and let us lean on Jesus Christ and let us find mercy in him. So let us pray. Lord God, we thank you for this book of Lamentations. We are a little bit frightened. We're a little bit anxious, as it were, as we start to read through this book because we realise that it deals with sin. We realise the sorrow that we're going to encounter. We realise the suffering that we are going to have to think about. But Lord, we know that you are more than able to lead us through. You are more than able to cope with anything that we discover in this book. And so we simply throw ourselves upon you, Lord, asking that you would help us to find your mercy in the midst of the sorrow of this book. Lead us through these next 40 days, we pray, Lord. Guide us day by day and reveal your mercy to us, fresh every morning. And Lord, help us to think upon your sacrifice. Help us, Lord, to focus upon you and all that you have given to us at the cross. And may we trust in you and truly find you during this Lenten period. For we ask all of this in Jesus' name. Amen.